So here, welcome to Picture Book Review. I'm Katie. I'm Annika, and this is Awkward. <laughs> I like a picture book. Look, I'm pretty sure I had a child just so I could have an excuse to pull all my boxes of children's books out. <laughs> and You don't need an excuse. I just have all my picture books. It was like, it's not like Avery doesn't have a lot of toys, but like books was the one thing I gave myself permission of. Anytime I walked in a store, I'm like, well, obviously we need these three. You said that you, no, what, what are we, what's our order? We're doing. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Did you not consult the email that I sent you? I did. And then I promptly forgot all of it. And my computer doesn't love doing work. It, well, I, that was our intro, I guess. Oh, I yeah. guess. Today, we need, yeah, we need to intro the book. And we talked, we talked about doing like, do we talk about the illustrator and the author? But then we didn't give it a spot in our show um, order. It feels like it probably, uh, no, 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 I, I have the intro, the author, illustrator, background, slash fun okay, fact. Great. Okay, um, I guess there's a little like, and today's book we're reading. Frank and Ernest by Alexandra Day, yeah. published in 1988. Yeah, which makes sense why I owned it. <laughs> Summary, an elephant and a bear take over a diner and find out about responsibility and food language. I think that summary is excellent, although it overstates the responsibility. By a lot? And they seem like their suits and their business owning, like their office is sweet and indicates that probably they're like not super qualified to be short order cooks. Anyway, this is for later. <laughs> I know. Rereading this, I'm like, I have so many questions. Okay. So, um, all right. We did, you know. Intro. Uh, yeah. Written and illustrated by Alexandra Day. Because yes. she was a painter before she was an illustrator. And I have a couple fun facts for you about Alexander Day. Um, for one, this is a synonym. Or not a synonym. This is a, um, it's not her real name. It's a pen name. Ah, uh, pseudonym. Pseudonym, thank you. Um, I didn't write down what her real name was. <laughs> That's fine. Um, she, How have I never taken the jacket off of this? There's an adorable um, oh, it's a salt and pepper and napkin and the napkin holder. Oh wait, yours is a hardback. Mine's a soft. Mine's a hardback. Um, oh, I feel like oh. for, for mine our, is reinforced for library use. Ooh. Um, I feel like for our listeners, you know, our moms, um, I should say. <laughs> The reason we picked this book to start is we both still had our version from yes. childhood. Important personal copy of this weird, weird book. And look, I mean, I saved a lot of books, but it's also like probably capped at 30 books from my childhood opposed to the hundreds I had. Mm. In rereading this, I'm like, hmm, interesting choice. This made the cut. Yep, definitely did though. Oh, cool facts. Cool facts about um, Alexandra Day. Um, she has best known, her biggest series was the Good Dog Carl series. He's a Rottweiler. Okay, 
I'd actually never heard of them either, but I figured maybe you had. Nope. She was the illustrator on Teddy Bear's Picnic, the book. Huh. Which I feel like is the best thing I know her from. I was going to say, that sounds more name Noe than uh, Good Dog Carl. Uh, she wrote like 20 Good Dog Carl books. Ah. You know, I thought maybe it was more part of your childhood. No. Nope. Um, all right. And then, and I'm throwing this into the chat, um, she also wrote a book called The Fairy Dog Father. And it has the most hilarious cover image ever. Oh, wait, you can't. You can't bring up web pages. <laughs> what does it look like to you, Annika? He looks like he wants to be a mobster, but he's too busy just being an old man to like. But he's also like a good boy. Yes. Very clearly a good boy. Smoking a cigar. Um, Those were my fun facts. Cool. I do quite like her art. I like that you can see the line, like the sketch through some of them. Oh, I had not noticed that. Not in all of them, but in some of the like background, some of the, yeah, some of the background stuff. Every yeah. now and then you get the like, you can see the sketches through the like signage. Yeah. Okay, so my, do you, do you want to just dive into art then? Maybe plot first? Yeah, maybe plot first. See, one thing I had just a funny thought about the title. Mm -hmm. It's Frank and Ernest, which are both, it's like the importance of being earnest. They're mm -hmm. both names and they're both character descriptions. Yes. But I feel neither one of them are Frank or er nor Ernest in their... I mean, we don't know enough Frank, about them. We don't know enough about them. We know so little about these animals. Also, why are they a bear and an elephant and everyone else is human? Right? And no <laughs> one talks about it. And also they're naked. Okay, so I think we should dive. That takes us diving into the plot. So yeah. they... Frank and Ernest, which we do not know which one is Frank and which... Wait, no, no, that's not fair. No, we do, because they talk to each other. They talk to each other. So which... Uh, where, where is it? Hey, Frank, burn one. Uh, the, the, the elephant is Ernest, and the bear is Frank. Frank, okay. Um, honestly, they could have been easily either one. Yeah. Um, so a human woman comes across their ad in a newspaper... Which I would like to talk about for a moment. The new the, the, the yellow pages. Yeah. Because wow, it goes sitting services. A sit a pet. All ages sitters agency. Chicken soup. Right. And then need help. What I mean, I guess it's a business sitting. Yeah. Service. But also, you'll notice there's no phone number. They give a nope. street address. Yeah. We want to do a five five five, but the numbers. I mean, the rest of them are right. But if you were a small child who decided they were loved, mm. Frank and Ernest, would you not want to phone Frank? Five five five. Yeah. And then you would either get uh, this isn't a phone number or genuinely just someone's house. Right. So and then yeah, it just kind of continues on with sitting other sitting yeah. services, which I was like, that seems 
weird the concept of a business sitter but that is what they are i guess um, it's weird but it I is would, what they are well, and then ice skating hmm? so much ice skating yes <laughs> like lots and maybe they're in new orleans i think they're in new orleans because it's like the new orleans complete ski snow and water ski shop uh, oh i had not caught that fun detail yeah and then there's another it says it Ooh. again somewhere else army Doesn't surplus store one? new orleans yeah oh so that's cool well, yeah no weird 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 times here also the fact that it's a yellow pages page which is not relevant to anyone's life anymore i well i think that's why it's important to know this came from 1988 because yes does my daughter who's six have any concept what the yellow pages are I or why they would all these things would be printed and why you would circle it with a pencil while we were doing it avery got very excited and grabbed a pen and i'm like what, what are you doing and she's like, well, you're, you're supposed to circle the page. And then we had a big, <laughs> have a big conversation about activity books and how we never write in a book. So, yes, I think this first page is a bad influence on children. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the super sweet office. The sweetest of offices. Okay. Right? Like, I want to live in there. It's so good. Books everywhere, filing cabinets. As a child remembering, I thought they worked in the library and they were like mm. meeting her. Yes. Yeah. How many fabulous books they have. Yeah. It's funny rereading this. I read all of the ads around their ad and was like, no, that's just the ad that's about the book. I don't need to read it. Right? <laughs> yeah, I know. So I didn't. And then I was like, why is this? Why are they talking to this woman? What is happening? And so I had to go back. It, it was fine. And there's the, there's the text at the bottom that says this. Um, this looks like just what I need. I never once read that. No, <laughs> never. Nope, not important. She comes in, she's going to be gone for three days. Like, does she run this diner alone? That's does no one else work there? So she goes to strangers and asks them to babysit her diner. And I'm like, is it maybe just her and her husband that work it? Like, is it super yeah. small that two people can work it? And also, I'm like, why? I mean, two inexperienced animals end up working it and they don't burn it down so i guess it's a two 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 person operation but uh i guess two being operation yeah. <laughs> also her name is miss miller which is not it wasn't as generic as calling her miss smith but like yeah marginally better yeah so my question I like her cute hat though oh yes big fan Let's see what did i yeah what who are the other employees? Why didn't she leave them in charge? Right. And like, if you needed, if, if you were like, I cannot trust any of these line cooks run my business. Why not hire these obviously extremely ed educated animals to be the managers and have the people who know what they're doing run the diner? Right. Also, I'm like, it's only three days. You could just close it. Would be fine too. We've right. gone on vacation. See you in three days. And because I keep going, like, if you have so little business that two inexperienced people can run your diner, is it even worth being open? The whole scenario of it. Maybe it's because it's the 80s. It was a different time. <laughs> <laughs> I did have the thought because in my head, the only scenario that um, 
two two people come. I'm like, it must be her and a partner, which my head went to husband. And I'm like, oh, aren't they a, an advanced family for the uh, late 80s that the woman is going and finding the help? I mean, she is presumably married. Her, last, her name is Mrs. Miller, oh, not that's Ms. true. Let's face it, given 1988, it's not like we were having a lot of new interpretations to that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Isn't he just the most dapper thing ever in his, like, red and white? I love his, I, yeah, no, his costume design is stellar. And, and I really love the next page where he's lying on the floor. Yes! It's so good! And he just, like, it's the same way, the way he sits in his chair, he's all relaxed. I'm like, hey, yeah. this is one dapper, like, confident <laughs> bear. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that he, Ernest move, moves the lamp so he can see his books better. Oh, well, that's a fun little detail. Also, he seems to own a book named All About Diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> because that's definitely a thing you keep in your vaguely lawyery office. Right? Like, if someone gave me this set design and was like, who works here? There would be lawyer? Paralegal? Judge? To me, this was clearly the private reading room in a very fancy library. Also an option. Yeah. But it's something about, like, there's the stacks of papers in the back and, like, the filing cabinets. Yeah. There's a bunch of, like, ledgery stuff rather than... Oh, 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 I have to point this out. Um, they have, right next to the flowers... Yes. There's a bookend. Oh, and the bookends oh no! Bears. That's a great little touch. That's very good. Right? Like, the art in this is... Okay, so I have two thoughts on the art. And it's, like, one beautifully detailed yes done with such love but it's also like an oil painting yeah and that makes it murky sometimes yeah i kept wondering what she used and i think it is largely oil because like there's so much love in ernest's suit and like Mm -hmm. the details and the wrinkles but at the same time it's maybe but i think it's it's so great I think it's so gray and so wrinkled because it's like elephant skin. Oh, okay. Look at, look at That's you. my guess for why we've made that choice. Since, since Frank is so dapper. Right. I think sometimes because it's an oil, she's trying to get so many details in there that when you compress it down to yeah. a storybook size Black, and also right. the quality of the printing. Yeah. Some of the things. And I think especially when we get to like the faces of some of the customers, they just get a little muddy. Mm-hmm. All right, back to back to their plot. Yes. So then we go to the diner. They don't get any training from this woman. No, we, like here's how to books. use. No, we read some books and we learn some dumb names for food, which is pretty much the entire reason for the book. Absolutely, saying dumb names of foods. One hundred percent. So then we just walk up to the most adorably cliche diner you ever could It is a very to. good diner. It is. Boy, I would like to eat at that diner when it is run by people who know how to make food. Okay, so here's a question. Although they do walk by the diner and the clock on top of the diner says that it's 11, like 27. So obviously we're not starting cooking for the day, right? Because this is awfully late, even if you don't serve breakfast. Yeah, you only serve lunch. So maybe they did walk up and have a day of training from her. Maybe, presumably, it doesn't look very open. Sure, doesn't. I don't know. It could be five to. 
It could be five to six on the clock. Okay, that would also be a better time to be at a diner. It would be, but here comes the biggest question in the book. They showed up in their suits. Why did they take off literally every (laughs) item of clothing and put on an apron? They are in three-piece suits and no pants. No pants, no shirts. Just a cool apron. And, like, it goes pretty far around the elephant. You could see his butt. (laughs) And also, you really start thinking about how furry a bear is. A bear is very furry. A lot of fur is going in that food. (laughs) And also, I feel like this is what the key thing is. They're the only animals. It's all the only ones. I I loved reading this book as a kid, but (laughs) rereading it, I'm like, oh, so for the bulk of the book, it's a customer comes in, places order. We translate the order. One of them says it in the weird language. We do a couple panels of prepping and then we serve it. That's it. But it's There's usually no... slightly funny, right? Like, you know, like we did burn one, take it through the garden and pin a rose on it. And then when it arrives, there's a safety pin through the onion on top of the hamburger because he pinned it. Which I feel like gets us really into like the rhythm and kind of language of the book. Yeah. Because it's super fun to just say, you know, the go between, I'd like a piece of apple pie and a glass of milk, please. Eve with a lid and a moo juice, Ernest. Boy, I enjoyed that a lot when I was small. Right. And um, reading it to Avery, it was the same thing, except it's hard to get into the rhythm of reading the book. Because of the pauses. Yeah. Yeah. And... Also, then Avery wanted to be like, but why are they doing that? Well, here was even the simple one of the, like, um, a hot dog with ketchup for Jimmy and a serving of Jello for me. Paint a Bow Wow Red Frank. Okay, that's easy. Like, you yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. on the dog. And I need a nervous pudding, which to me, I'm like, oh, Jello jiggles. Yeah, Jello. Why would it be a nervous pudding? And I'm like, because it, it's Jello. It jiggles. And... That was even an easy one, but when we got to, what was the one she got super hung up on? Oh, 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 a tuna sandwich on toast, please, and a Dr. Pepper with the ice left out. Mm. I need a radio sandwich down and an MD hold the hail. And she kept being like, why would you ever call a radio sandwich a tuna fish? Or like, yeah, it's a radio sandwich tuna fish. I'm like, I have no idea. Is it because it's like tuning? Oh, okay. Maybe. But Unless you're... they've got it in the glossary. No. Nope. Because she does have a gloss. It's not in the glossary. I mean, not that it would help. Yeah, because it's not. And that's, the, uh, that's one of the other things I find particularly odd is that almost none of the words used inside the book are in the glossary. Yeah, there, there's a four-page glossary of fun diner terms. And none of them are used. No. To be fair, as a kid, I never read the glossary and the story together. No. Uh, just, sorry, I just got to the last page, or the second to last page, and they're just so naked. I, I, no, and they're sitting on the stools waiting for her to come in. And then they put their suits back on I and know. walk away. And, that, and also, also, like, clearly an item, right? Mm-hmm. because boy are we both wearing three-piece suits yeah but no pants when we're cooking food and also there's no 
there's nothing on the last page. No, they're like, just leaving. I, I just Shop up. With, with a good job. Or... No, they're, it's, oh, we'll recommend your services to everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it, it feels like it needs a, a touch more of a button. Something a little mm. bit more natural. Also, oh no, they did use a raft for toast. But also, why did he toast this bread in the yeah. waffle maker, but the other toast in the toaster? Oh, well, because he's going to cut that toast into the shape of a tuna fish sandwich. You could toast, you could cut a waffle into the shape of a tuna fish sandwich. I think you're getting a little crazy there. <laughs> You could just waffle the whole tuna fish sandwich. Be like a tuna melt, but with a hat on. Waffle. <laughs> so the, the art and the depiction also, of that. I always, always wanted a drink to come to me like that with all the ice on the outside. Heck yeah, that looked great. I always wondered what the customer thought. Yes. Because she says, with the ice left out, and then mounded yep. around the cup. Well, I feel like the reaction shots for almost everyone is a little bit, like, blank. Yeah. So, like, the lady with the English muffin doesn't look super enthused about her English muffin with her little British flag in the jam pile. And, like, the the man with the concentric circle pancakes. Right. And I think he's a good example of when I thought, like, the art got a little muddy. Yeah. His face. It's just, I think she tried to squeeze a little too much detail in there Uh, it's also a sort of a funny angle like she could have gone a little bit further around the corner and gotten like a better side of both of them instead of a front on and like such a funny back of the ear of the customer well i think part of it is because it's so formulaic of customer orders we prepare the food we serve the food um she worked really hard to get some variety into the angles of what is essentially yeah. poor exact pages yeah. throughout. I like. I definitely got amused by I'm like, how many different ways can we show a bear and an elephant yelling to each other? Yes, but no. The the pancake the the shot the the page where the man has asked for pancakes and right. they're talking about how he wants pancakes gives me big dating vibes. <laughs> Something about the elephant's lean. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nah, dating. They definitely yeah. love. It does have a bit of that, like bartenders, women, right? Like, there's something in the bear's face and the elephant's lean that leads me to believe that they are more than just business partners, <laughs> but instead are life partners. Okay, so it's also, I just had so much fun in the way they did. Um, the food also like the fact that we put the ketchup on the hot dog with a paintbrush because yes. the term is painted red. Yep. And I couldn't help but think, do do these two not know what food from a diner looks like? Right. That the fun or, or are they having fun with it? That's that's what I can't tell. It gets yeah, it gets particularly odd. Well, I've always found Noah's boy with Murphy carrying a wreath, the like ham with potato and cabbage one. I find it, I find it so confusing and I don't know why that's the one that my whole brain is like, no, this doesn't make sense. Goodbye. No, I made a note specifically about that because I'm like, who's Noah's boy? And Noah's son is named Ham. Uh, well, <laughs> or he's got a son because he's got like 12 sons, but he's got a son named Ham. Named Ham. Okay. Yeah. That part I get, I think Murphy is an Irish joke. 
uh with the cabin a couple but it's 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 the carrying the wreath that i find most confusing because obviously they've decided that means cabbage but then like why is the cabbage in a weird circle have they cooked the cabbage have they just put some cabbage on the plate like that's not also who orders cabbage cabbage is not a food you eat by its like you yeah Yeah. like it's sauteed cabbage or it's cabbage in a soup or cabbage roll or yeah, it, it's never just like, give me some, just a couple of leaves of cabbage. I mean, I will eat a couple of leaves of green cabbage. It's pretty good. It's got a, an excellent crunch. Not many people eat salad like a rabbit the way you do. <laughs> I realize that this is not an endorsement for this man, but I will say that I have on occasion eaten a couple of leaves of cabbage just because. No, I have been with you backstage as you just pull <laughs> apart a thing of romaine and go munch, 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 munch. It's, it's the way super to go. hard to occasionally talk to you about important work stuff when you're <laughs> just eating lettuce like a bunny. I don't know what you're talking about. I do also want to know what happened to this milkshake. Why is it in three containers? Okay. The the egg obviously went inside the milkshake, which I find distressing, but in the eighties was okay. No, I still I just I had never heard Yeah, no, it's a total thing. Eggs in a milkshake. It's like classic. It makes it custardier. Um, but then everyone was like, Oh shit, salmonella, and then they stopped doing it. I hmm. This was obviously not popular. It's not a thing I've ever consumed. I think my dad was the one who was like no this is totally a thing that used to happen love an egg and a milkshake and i was like you're a weirdo but i guess this is a thing that happens i do used to happen understand but i want to know why there's three containers now like is it that like you always have leftovers in a milkshake cup and so usually if you if it's not to go you get the milkshake in the glass and then you get the like stirry container like the, the metal container on the side and did they get like most of it in the big to go they put it in the to-go cup and then they were like oh dang there's leftovers so we put it in more to-go cup and then that wasn't quite enough so then we put it in the condiment to-go cup yeah it's very or like is there just an egg in there in the tiny one no no you see the egg because the egg went in mixer cup um but also i thought of all the orders that i needed a hand with the milkshake mm-hmm. was the one I was like, really? That's the one you can't handle by yourself? Yeah. Oh, oh. And also we can see on the name of the milkshake cup, Sally. So she's Sally Miller. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it says Sally's Diner on the on the outside of it. Oh, that's funny. I. Yep, sure does. Really big. Yep. Clearly. Yep. Okay. So I have a question for you about the art. We've both talked about like, it's beautiful. It's all these details. It creates this whole world. But do you ever find it? Like, do you ever think it's distracting? um, Mm. Like in all the diner? I just enjoy it. I like looking at all of the bits. And I like, I think it's neat to have all of the other bits to look at while you're looking at the main, because it's not every page all the time. Like every now and then you get the like, it's just an elephant with nothing behind him. Right. So I quite like all of the all of the bits. What I found is I. But really I've always liked overly busy kids' books. 
I really liked it, but on my read again, I was noticing all the different backdrops and all I could think was like, how big is this diner for the- Yeah, I do wonder about that sometimes. Also, I've just found the page in which they are uh, advertising cantaloupe a la mode, which appears to just be half a cantaloupe with some vanilla ice cream in it, in the Um, hole. There is also a sign for a cheese sandwich with lettuce, which I'm confused by. Yeah, there was something else. There was another one where I was like, I guess they're fake pies. Oh, yeah, like they're candy uppy pies. Yeah, the the pastry, the one, the pastry counter in the background is huge. Yeah. I don't know. Some of those diners have kind of that slanted shelf you can put food on so that you can see it up a little bit. So maybe the pies are just more slanty. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of sweets in this diner yeah especially for the fact no one ever orders any yeah except for well the one girl orders an apple pie that's true but like i was surprised by like i'm like that's a lot of cookies and donuts yeah um one thing i had not thought about in all of the different backgrounds well i guess in a diner like this is there a kitchen beyond like yeah okay so maybe there's like two levels there is definitely because he's he's through the window in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, right. So maybe that's part of the reason there's so yeah. many different... So, so like there's the extensive pastry counter, absolutely. But I think part of the grill, like we're in the back making the hot dog. No, we're not because there's the pastry case. I think he's in the back. He's definitely in the back to make Noah's Boy with Murphy Carey. Yeah, and like the pancake griddle yeah. in the back. Um, one thing that was really fun I didn't notice is because whenever you go through the window, you see the sky, but the sky mm-hmm. will change throughout the book for different periods of time. And those are like yeah. some of the really like gray yeah. things that just also, kind of- I did always want the concentric tower of pancakes. Wasn't it sad to you when you then went to a diner and, and you they just gave you like three pancakes that were the same size? Yeah. What's that bullshit? Right. This is clearly <laughs> the way pancakes are meant to be. Yes. I think we tried once at my house. My parents tried to make the correct stack. It didn't go super good. <laughs> we resorted, we, we reverted to the classics, which is bunnies. Misshapen bunnies is the correct shape of pancakes. Um, my dad did initials, mm. which was really fun. Um, apparently, my sister's C was harder than my K. Because it didn't have a central mass to scoop under. And so Daniel, who has now taken over the pancake rain in my house, wants to do it too. And he got special squeeze bottles for doing pancake art. (laughs) I was about to ask if he had ventured to the land of squeeze bottle, because I know he loves a cool gadget. (laughs) If you don't notice my high quality headphones and mic for our first ever recording. Yes. Okay. So. Also, um, I think my favorite bit of art mm -hmm. in the whole thing is the nighttime diner. Yeah. There's something about the glow of it. I think that's it. I think that's the one. It happens twice. We do get two nighttimes and they're slightly different. Yeah. Do we get three nighttimes? I think we get three night times. Well, they do three different days. I know. Oh, you're right. Oh, is it the same picture? It's not. Mm. Uh, the, the, the background's different a little bit. The first and third one are very 
are maybe the same. Okay. But I oh, think yeah. the second one, it's darker. Well, maybe it's the same one. I would feel fine about that. I think it might be. It might be know. the same one. Yeah, the time's the same. Well, to be fair, it's probably in there. The diner probably closes at the same time every night. Yeah. It didn't even occur to me that it happened three times. I just look at it and I'm like, yeah, I love that art. That's a good image. That image. That is so good we used it three times. Yeah. I feel like the printing quality is a little different each time. And that's why it looks like a yeah. different. Yeah. The, it's something about the night sky changes quality slightly yeah but it's definitely yeah i think it's printing not well and it's kind of the only thing that breaks up just a repetition of order mm -hmm. prep serve is the yeah. well earnest we made it through the first day i think we're getting better at this earnest and then we did it yeah. which makes me wonder why they're there the next morning uh the key not in their actual clothes oh maybe they cleaned <laughs> all it's night very weird they're just sitting around waiting for her in aprons after we said we did it? Right, like we did it, and then we show up in aprons naked, and then we go to the back room where we left our suits and we put them back on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a whole changing area in the back? For whom? The elephant and the bear. Okay, we've talked about the plot, we've talked about the art, and I feel like we've kind of talked about the reading and the rhythm. Yeah, which is, it's fun to say the words, but the book itself is slightly awkward to read if you're not in the mood for a, like, point and look at all the stuff. Yeah. Together. It's a, like, talk through it together book. More yeah. Than sit down yeah. and read a book. I, I think that's part of the reason I didn't realize how short it was on the reread mm -hmm. is because I think you spend so much time reading it and, like, thinking about it and, like, looking at the fun way the food's served. And then, so Avery and I spend as much time discussing it. As we did reading it. All right. Yeah. So our last um, category is the moral or message of the book. No. <laughs> there isn't one. It is a bear and an elephant who are maybe, who are maybe in love uh, are work naked in a diner for three days. They say some funny words and then they leave. Maybe they got paid? Question marks. The entire thing is an excuse. To say funny words. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I sure do like funny words. Yes. Word, like wordplay and like funny word mashups. Ooh. At, boy, the height of comedy for Annika was five. I wondered, did the author make these or did she find like a weird book of diner? Did she also own All About Diners? <laughs> Makes or like, more sense did, she have, did she have a, a a local diner near her house where like that was just run by some weirdos who liked to play with words? I mean, have you ever eaten at Dot's Diner in Boulder? Yeah. Not the one on the hill, mm -hmm. but like the real one and the roller yeah. skates. Yeah, you once know. with you. That sounds right. <laughs> I think he's the owner, the dude on the the mm -hmm. weird dude on the roller skates. Um. So I feel like it's entirely possible that she just had a quirky diner near her. It was like, this is great. Love this. I have always, always been slightly disappointed with my diner experience because no one ever yells dumb words at each other. 
And at a certain point when I was looking at this, I'm like, I feel like this is more, the dumb thing you said is longer and more complicated than just saying the thing. Yeah. Yeah. The closest we ever got was the hot dog place, but like they didn't have fun stuff to say. They just called hot dog steamies. I feel like the whole concept of calling things weird names like died out in the seventies. Like I, and that's only because mm-hmm. I didn't live during that decade. I assume that's when it happened. <laughs> All right, so I wrote down two of my favorite um, food phrases from the glossary of them. Mm -hmm. And that was, or just two of my weirdest ones that I was confused by. And the first one was angels on horseback. Yeah, that one's pretty weird. Did you guess what it is before you look at it, though? No, I just looked, I looked at it like before the call. I was reading glossary. Okay, so angels on horseback, oysters rolled in bacon and served on toast. How is that a thing that people order on a regular basis enough that you call it, and why did you call it angels on horseback? Also, what diner serves oysters? Now, knowing, now, if this is in New Orleans, makes a bit more sense. But yeah, would you want to eat oysters from a diner? No. No. And my And they've got like three names for pancakes. Oh, orange juice. Yeah. So many of them. Although most of those actually make sense to me. Yeah. Also, does anyone order evaporated milk as a diner? How would you order it? As a beverage? I mean, I guess it is is delicious in coffee. Uh, Okay. It it, it essentially makes Vietnamese coffee. (laughs) The thing that makes it the most is the evaporated milk. Okay. Oh, I forgot about you. Which one? TJ White. Cream cheese and jelly sandwich on white bread, which is a thing I've eaten, and I wouldn't order it at a diner. That's a like, here are some items in my fridge. I can assemble them to be off food. It won't be good, but I can put it in my body. Um, the other one I was really stopped by was the Hoboken special of yeah. pineapple soda with chocolate ice cream. And I, my first question was, who the hell has pineapple soda? They've got a soda counter, obviously. Yeah, but you can, like, pineapple soda make, was... you, you can make your own soda, right? Uh, like you put the thing in and then they get like cherry soda and pineapple soda and whatever soda, I think. Okay. I think... Right? Like I think a soda counter generally was the kind of place where it's like soda, water, and delicious fruit syrups and together they become soda. Mm. Now, key to be like, Denny's was the closest I ever came to a diner as a kid. So there's this whole foreign yeah. world. No, I, we, diners were not a thing that we did in the family. So I feel like, I, yeah, I didn't start going to diners until I was in like college. So there's so much of this. I'm like, I don't know what's real, what's old, yeah. and what's just made up. Also, why would you want Coca-Cola with chocolate syrup? Nope. Why would you want that? I don't, I do not know. So I do like guess water though. It again, not really. I mean, I guess I've had Italian sodas at coffee shops, so that's probably as close as I get. Um, oh, this was a little funny. Um, one last one because reading it with Avery. Um, the Adam and Eve on a raft wreck it in the spot with a twist. Mm. She didn't have a problem with Adam and Eve on a raft. That was the one that was more like I get the raft, but I'm like, why do they have to be Adam and Eve? I guess the who came first kind of chicken of the egg maybe um, but 
she's like a spot with a twist i'm like yeah a spot of tea with a twist of lemon and she's like what <laughs> i'm like all right so it's all just life experiences is understanding diner talk yeah all right so now that we have reread it what what was your takeaway from the book it's very i mean it's got more questions than answers but also i still love it (laughs) i find like i realize there's a lot more going on to ponder than i realize like this book is deeper than you would guess questions i asked avery at the end and um she just kind of went after a whole bunch of of her going huh what i was like so what'd you think of it she's like it was great (laughs) <laughs> because it's just doesn't have all the answers doesn't need to and it's just a fun time saying a whole bunch of funny weird phrases oh and um i did find out there are two more in this series do they take over other businesses frank and ernest play baseball clearly that that feels like a natural fit yeah and on the road. I might have read that one and been disappointed that there wasn't diner talk in it, honestly. <laughs> I feel like we got one of them from the library. The um the one on the road is all about trucker, which I'm like okay. think of how many panels that is of them sitting in a truck together talking into a CV. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, since this is an audio medium and, and a bunch of hand signals. We were playing out the many different angles to withdraw two people in the cab of a truck. You could probably do a lot of good dumb words on a on a ham radio, though. Oh, big time! Mm-hmm. I think it might. I must have been baseball. We must have taken baseball out, and I was not interested in sports like at all, ever. Um, and it wasn't as good as the diner in my, in my extremely vague memory of that one time I read that book when I was six. I also noticed the other books came out later. So I think Mm -hmm. I might have just kind of moved on when they came out. So I wasn't aware. That's true. Do we have an outro kind of thingy? No. (laughs) I mean, we should probably. We probably should. I feel listening do you have books you love? Have you read this weird book? Why do you think they're naked? Because I want to know. I think that would be a great, you know, like, has anyone else ever read Frank and Ernest? Because then you get engagement. Mm, yeah. Wait, no. Apparently you might want engagement. I think this is when we're supposed to tell them to mash that subscribe button. <laughs>